Do you feel like you have to be different? Do you feel like society is kind of pressuring you to be more of this, less of that? And because of all of this, you find yourself maybe scrolling, comparing yourselves to others. If this is the case for you, then you need to listen. You're listening to the Dynamic Women Podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I am Diane Rolston, your host. I'm going to share with you today the one shift that will stop you focusing on how you need to change yourself. I'm also going to talk about three different stories between some of my clients and how making this shift and why we had to make this shift it has helped us a lot and how you can just be apologetically yourself. This is actually going to help you. Shocking, isn't it? So I'm going to go through those three different things that I said that I'd share with you so that you can stop believing that you have to change yourself. So the problem is when we have to change ourselves in every single area of life, it's tiring and it's hard and you want to be focusing on your passions, maybe your business, your career. You don't want to have to be thinking about how do I need to be different in all of these different areas? That is tiring. I know it. I've been there. My clients have been there and you don't have to be as well. So let's start off with the first piece. This is the one shift that's going to stop you from focusing on changing yourself. Now, how do we do that? Because we're constantly told to be different. Be more like Susie. Be more like Bobby. You know, you need to be taller, thinner, stronger, smarter, make more money. All these things, right? That puts pressure to do this. And it's hard. So rather than changing ourselves and feeling like I'll be more successful when I change myself, instead, we need to think about changing our actions okay don't have to change yourself you should focus on changing your actions now what do i mean by that well if you look at the things that you're doing your habits your behaviors actions even in our mindset as in how we do different aspects of our business or how we try to attain our different goals it's going to help us to think about I have power and control when I change my actions. We don't have as much power and control over changing ourselves, especially when biologically we are a certain way. And you might think, oh, if I was more tech savvy, well, we change our actions and we could be more tech savvy. Let me go through next. I'm going to go through three stories of how me have made that shift from focusing on changing ourselves to focus on changing our actions. Now, me, myself, I, I am very hard on myself. I am a recovering perfectionist. I have always been compared to others and I challenge myself to do better all the time, all the time. And so recently I've been struggling with how I am not as fit as I used to be. I am not an athlete. So I feel like 
I need to change myself to be an athlete again. I need to change myself to be fit again and thin it thinner again and to be stronger. And I feel like I need to change myself, but I'm being really hard on myself. And I realized that that's a, that's a lot of pressure. That's a big burden to have to change myself completely, especially when I've had two kids, I've had injuries. I can't possibly change myself or have that expectation. That is such a big, huge thing to be pressuring myself with. And yourself, you also have had this feeling of, oh, if only I was this or if only I was that. And it doesn't have to be around weight. It can be around uh, your personality. It can be around your skills and talents. So don't just think of it in there. And then I thought, take your own medicine, Diane. <laughs> listen to the things that you've said to others. And so I often talk about this being such a huge myth that we're led to believe that we have to change ourselves. We don't, we have to change our actions. And so I fun thought, well, changing myself directly into an athlete, that's, that's pretty heavy. That's hard. And so what would be better is to change my actions. So my actions of one, my mindset around how I'm being two, my actions in my movement and three actions in like getting support to be able to stop having health problems like my plantar fasciitis. So that's my story. Another story actually just happened today with my, my new clients who came on board for my VA Made Easy program, which is a program to help you to know how to delegate and train. And I hired your VA for you and then working with that virtual assistant. And so in coming on, once she said yes, she wanted to be part of the program, some emotions set in. And we talked a little bit about that. They were realizing is they had relief, relief that they were feeling like, wow, I, I was the problem here. I was the thing that needed to change. I felt stuck. I had to be different. And all these years that I've been kind of working hard on this, it's not me. I need systems and processes. I need someone else to come in and show me these things. I need a VA that can figure out my tech. So they, when they realized, wow, it's not me that needs to change. It's the actions I take and who needs to take the action, not them. Somebody else can take the action. And so rather than feeling maybe like they were failing as a person or that they, like there was something wrong with them. And maybe you've been there too, where you felt like, ah, there's something wrong. I can't put my finger on it. Uh, instead, maybe your actions were the cause of your trouble or your lack of knowing what actions to take. And once you know, once you're aware, you can make those adjustments. So when you improve your actions, you can improve your life and improve yourself in the way that I know that when I am starting to change my mindset and change my actions around my health, I am going to be able to have more control and improve my life, that, that area definitely. Now, the third experience of a client in thinking she needed to change her actions was in relationships with others and also at work. She was being a little bit walked all over. She wasn't as confident or showing up as confidently. And so she thought, I need to be more confident. I need to change who I am. I am maybe not cut out for that higher position that I want because I'm not good enough. And did you know that the number one limiting belief is I am not good enough? And that comes from the research that Brene Brown has done. It also comes from every time I do the Dynamic Year program or 
one around limiting beliefs, the number one limiting belief always that comes up is I'm not enough because that's the underlying limiting belief of all the limiting beliefs that are not all majority of the limiting beliefs that I see in my clients. And so what we realized is she, she felt like I can't, I can't change myself. I'm just not a confident person. I'm just not this type of person. Well, guess what? We changed some of her actions. We changed how she set boundaries with people, how she enforced those boundaries. We also had a practice, a habit of reviewing her accomplishments and her achievements and her confidence grew and her confidence grew and her ability to lead grew and how others saw her grew. And so she didn't have to change herself. She had to change her actions around her confidence. Now, doesn't that seem a lot easier to be able to just bring in a habit rather than have to be in that place of, I have to completely change, but I don't believe I can. You can have more confidence in the actions that you can take rather than changing yourself. So that's the three different stories of how making that shift from thinking you have to change yourself to being able to just change your actions has been really helpful for me and my clients. And so the third piece that I want to share with you today is around how to be unapologetically yourself and how that can actually help you. So, so often, and you, you might've heard it in some of the other, my other teachings, either YouTube podcasts, whatever it may be talking about how people uh, tell you to be kind of less of yourself and, and don't show up so fully and that you're too much. Well, I'll tell you a story about I was on stage and I'd been on stage many, many times before and I'd been on stage in front of this particular audience before. But when I got up on stage, one thing I really have felt for many, many, many years, probably decades that I need to change about myself is that I tear up easily. I can tear up. I can remember a coffee commercial and me crying over a coffee commercial because it was just so um, sweet with the sun coming home and and making coffee for the parents and they wake up and they smell the coffee and they come down, their son is there and they hug him. And this, I would cry this commercial even before I had kids. And so me crying was something I was very embarrassed about. I got coaching around it. I tried to like pre-cry for things so I wouldn't cry at other things. It was pretty crazy. I was like, something is wrong with me that I can cry so easily. I can remember watching Titanic and just like bawling my eyes out at 14 and getting home and my mom saying, yeah, but didn't you know the Titanic sank? Like, didn't you know that this was going to happen? And I, and I did know that this was going to happen. However, uh, the love story was just so sweet. And it's the idea of losing someone like that. My goodness, it just, it made me cry. So, okay, you get the point, right? Me getting tearful, uh, it was an embarrassment. And I was like, I got to change myself. But then through the help of a coach, I realized that me tearing up and me crying is actually a gift and that I need to be unapologetically myself because other people need me to cry for them to cry or other people need me to cry to know that it's okay to cry or to feel relief when they can't cry tears. I'm sure you know someone who you're like, wow, they never cry. And me, I could cry quite a bit. I cry when I'm happy, I cry when I'm sad, I cry when I'm disappointed, I cry for others' tears, right? So I'm on stage and I'm telling the story and I share 
a little bit of a story about my grandma and and I loved her so dearly and she passed away and, and I teared up and I shared also about how I had been struggling and how I had um, postpartum depression after my kids. And, you know, I, I told my stories and I spoke confidently, but I still, I teared up. I didn't full blown cry, but I'll tell you, even though this audience had seen me before, they like ran up to me at the end. It was people that I knew, clients of mine, colleagues, people that like, I said, I've seen you speak a few times and they ran up to me and they said, wow, Diane, I didn't know those things about you. You know, they connected to the realness of who I am. So I didn't have to change myself. I could be unapologetically myself and you can too, because the realness, the emotion that they saw that day, it helped me in so many ways. It helped them in so many ways. And by me now being real and being unapologetically myself, it means that sometimes I show up quirky and sometimes I'm funny and sometimes I'm weird and sometimes I'm crying and sometimes I show my big heart and sometimes I'm like ready to kick your butt. And so it gives me permission to be all these things, not be stuck in a box to what other people or society thinks I should be like, right? And that's what you should have to permission to be yourself. Yes, we should be looking to improve ourselves. And let me take out the word should, because that's an obligation. You want to improve yourself. You want to be the best version of yourself. But that's improvement. That's elevating. That's not completely changing. Now, I do have to state that if you are doing things that are very toxic or negative, or there's someone in your life and you're like, really, Diane, they shouldn't change themselves when they're abusing others. They shouldn't change. Well, yes, they should. Yes, they should. But a lot of times it's changing the actions that makes more sense, right? How many drug addicts are wonderful people when they're not high? They don't need to change themselves. They need to change their negative actions. And that comes from choice. So today I'll leave you with this. You have the choice to be yourself. You have the choice to also then step into control and change your actions so that you can be the person that you want to be. If I want to be more athletic, I need to change my actions. I don't need to just wishful thinking and, and think that I'm just going to change. I have to change my actions. For my clients who are joining the VA Made Easy program, they're now like, this is amazing. I'm changing my actions, which is going to help me to be a better CEO, to live my passion more, to be who I truly am. And that other client of mine who finally was able to step into her full confidence, it's not because she wished it. It's not because she just was like, boom, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a confident person. It's because of the action she took that helped her to be confident and to step into that. So what I hope for you is that you can be unapologetically yourself that you don't feel you need to change yourself. And most importantly, that through your actions, you become completely fully the person that you were meant to be. So we'll kind of leave it at there today. And if you are not over in the Dynamic Women community, I encourage you to go over there and join. Just search on Facebook for Dynamic Women and you'll find our group. Um, it is a group for women. Uh, so I encourage all women to come over and join. Uh, a couple things I have coming up is the Wiser Action Class is coming up soon where we are going to cover Richard Branson's book. I forget the title of it, but it's about all this, like a bunch of secrets about how he's been able to be a really successful, adventurous CEO. And I'm sure that's something that we all want. Another thing is I mentioned the VA Made Easy program, and we do have a few spots. If you are wanting the support of a VA, 
you want me to hire them, train them for you, and then also be able to access my systems and processes and me for, to teach you as well how to do things and to know what to delegate, then uh, reach out to me. You can comment below this or send me an email, diane at dianerolston.com. Um, we have a couple of spots left because I just ended up hiring a, another VA to satisfy the need um, of all the people that want to come on board. Okay. Uh, wishing you the most fabulous day. And if you haven't headed over to uh, the Dynamic Women podcast, please make sure that you subscribe, hit like, write a review, um, and share with a friend. Sharing is caring. And until next time, everyone, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.